Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber McGee and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Our story will be underway in just a minute. This is Eleanor Engel, and here's a Wednesday morning shopper who knows what's good for a headache. I'd like a glass of Alka-Seltzer, please. Yes, when a headache threatens to spoil your shopping trip... Stop at any drugstore soda fountain and enjoy a glass of speedy Alka-Seltzer. You'll soon forget you ever had a headache. And I like Alka-Seltzer. It's so pleasant to take. It's so sparkling and refreshing. Refreshing, yes. But even more important, Alka-Seltzer is so wonderfully effective for headache relief. You see, Alka-Seltzer is a liquid when you take it. It's absorbed by your system quickly to relieve your headache quickly. And before you leave that drugstore, don't forget, buy an extra package of Alka-Seltzer to take home with you. Yes, you'll be mighty glad you did. That's Alka-Seltzer, the favorite of so many, for relief that does so much. Mrs. Molly McGee of 79 Wistful Vista will be hostess this afternoon at an informal tea to which all of her women friends have been invited. Now, there's a reason for this sudden burst of hospitality, which we'll find out shortly. How's it coming, kiddo? You got everything about set? Oh, I guess so. I've been at it since 6 o'clock this morning, and I'm tired before it starts. Poor kid. Now, let me see. I got the sandwiches made, and the buffet's all set. I'm heating up the oven to put some cookies in. A lot of hard work, I know, but it's going to be worth it to get all those gals together and solve the mystery of who is Mary Ellen Strongheart, you know it, before it drives us daffy. Oh, I hope it works out like you think. It's bound to work out. Here, now, let me just review the evidence in the case, so far. First, we got a letter two days ago addressed to Miss Mary Ellen Strongheart, in care of us. From Schumann and Scheister, book publishers, with a check in it. Right. And, according to the letter, Mary Ellen Strongheart is a made-up name because she don't want her neighbors to know she writes mystery novels called The Strangled Cat Murder Case. Right. And she asked them to send the letter in care of us because Mr. and Mrs. McGee are her very good friends and they will keep her secret. Which is driving us both goofy because we haven't the foggiest notion who the woman is. Right. Why hasn't she called us? Why hasn't she picked up the letter and the check from us? This darn thing has caused more trouble than the altar papers. We'll know all the answers this afternoon, my dear. This is the way the great detectives do it. They call all the suspects together in one room, just like we're doing. That reminds me, we don't have enough chairs. Then after they all get here, we'll give them five minutes in case one of the gals wants to call you aside, identify herself, and ask for the letter. Mm -hmm. And if that don't work, we go into plan two. If that's the one where you're going to step to the door while we're all eating and yell, telephone for Mary Ellen Strongheart, author of the Strangled Cat Murder Case, and watch to see which one jumps, we're not going to do that one. Why? Dearie, the reason the woman had them send her mail to us is because she wants to stay anonymous. We're not going to shout it all over town. Okay, in that case, we use plan three. Three? I just made it up. 
Soon as the gals get settled, I walk in, see, and I say, Molly and I read the lousiest book last night, girls. It's called The Strangled Cat Murder Case by Mary Ellen Strongheart, I would say, and boy, is it awful. Then you say, truly a lousy piece of literature, ladies. Well, and I... I'll say no such a thing. Okay, I'll handle the entire dialogue myself. It won't take long. Oh, I don't... Because you know how them authors are, Molly. <laughs> when I start knocking their book like that, whoever wrote it is going to get up and motion you to come into the other room a minute and confess everything. Yeah, this is the greatest idea yet. I'll go lock myself in the den right now and work out the details. Say, before you do that, will you go next door to the Nelsons and borrow some chairs? We'll need two more, and the girls will be here soon. I'll write down just what I'm going to say, because it's important to get the right type of... McGee, insult. will you do that? Yeah, I'll work it out. Don't let anybody bother me, Tootsie. i got to concentrate. Hmm. Well, I might as well go get the chairs myself. I don't know why this Mary Ellen had to pick on us to have her old letter sent to anyhow. I wind up giving a tea for 20 women because she can trust us to guard her secret. And this is the silliest mess of... Oh! Oh, oh dear. I, uh, well, excuse me, Mrs. I'm McGee. terribly sorry bumping into you like that, Mr. Wimple. I came through that door in such a hurry. <laughs> oh, it was my fault. If I had rung your bell right away instead of standing here thinking, well, maybe they're not home. Or if they are, they're probably busy. And even if they're not busy, who am I to break in on people when they're trying to relax? Oh, goodness, that's silly. I know it, but that's the way I am. Oh, I hate myself sometimes. Well, you're always welcome here. Remember that. Thank you. That's certainly a comfort. Though we are kind of busy today. Oh, well, in that case, maybe another... But certainly not too busy to visit with you. Well, that's different. I thought for a minute... I am expecting the girls from my club over, however. Oh. Well, then maybe I'd But better... that's not right away. Oh? Well, then... They're I... still not due for 20 minutes. Goodness, that, that isn't very long. Sure but... it is. Go on in. Here, let me take your hat and umbrella. Well, thank you. If you're sure you of don't... Of course not. Oh, uh, Mr. McGee is locked in the den and can't be disturbed, but don't mind that. Just make yourself at home. It's awfully nice of you to take the time. And I'll be right back. Hmm? You're not intruding a bit. Always glad to see you, Mr. Wimple. Bye. Such lovely people, the McGees. So nice to have hospitable friends whom you can just casually drop in on any time. Well, I think I'll go home. In a moment, we'll return to Fibber McGee and Molly. Mother, I know you want to give your children every possible advantage. I've never met a good mother who didn't. So you probably know your children must have enough vitamins to maintain normal growth and development, to keep alert and energetic as they should be. Now, your meals, no matter how well planned, may not always contain enough vitamins because vitamins have a way of getting lost in cooking and processing of food. That's why so many mothers buy one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets to fortify their meals. You see, one-a-day brand multiple vitamins supply all the vitamins children and adults normally need to take. The youngsters like taking them, too, because one-a-day brand multiple vitamins are small and smooth-coated so they're easy to swallow, and they leave no aftertaste. There's no strain on the family budget either. You can buy this protection for less than three cents a tablet. So protect your family from vitamin shortage. Fortify your meals with one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets, sold at drugstores everywhere. (laughs) 
I got it, Molly. I got it. If this don't solve the mystery, by George, nothing will. Wait till you hear... Hello, Mr. McGee. Wimp, what are you doing in our kitchen with Molly's apron on? Well, I, I was going home, but I smelled something burning, and Mrs. McGee is out, and you were locked in the den, and so I opened the oven and, and took these out. Whew. Burned, huh? I'm afraid so. What were they? I don't know, but they smell terrible. And Mrs. McGee is a much better cook than that. Oh, my gosh, my overshoes. I put them in there last night to dry them out. Oh, dear. Oh, boy, it's a good thing she isn't home. Give me them, quick. Phew! I better dump them out in the back. Open some windows. I'm sorry I didn't catch them in time. At first, I thought perhaps whatever it is, she'd want it well done. But then when I smelled it, I knew she wouldn't want it that well done, so I... Well, you did right, Wimp, and I appreciate it. Things are in kind of an uproar around here today. Molly's throwing a tea for some women friends. Yes, I knew that she was. She's having it on a kind of short notice because we're trying to find out who... Uh, uh, we uh, Well, I mean, what she wants to do is just get all her friends together, you see. You know, all in one room. How nice. Matter of fact, your wife is coming too, Wally. Yes, she told me. Oh? And I want to be sure and get out of here before she shows up. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing the ironing today, but I told her I was going to the dentist to have a tooth drilled. Yeah, <laughs> you're still using that old excuse, huh? Hasn't she caught on yet? No, I actually do go. You do? Haven't you ever noticed my elk's tooth? No. Here, you see? It's drilled full of little bitty holes. So if she ever catches me, I won't be lying to her because... Ooh! Well, what was that? It's me, Mr. Wimple. Oh, thank goodness. I thought it was her. Uh, help me up from behind this divan, will you, Mr. McGee? I... <coughs> thank you so much. I I didn't mean to panic well, you. Well, one of you boys give me a hand with these chairs, please. Oh, sure. Grab them, man. Attaboy, attaboy. Oh, Shirley. Uh, where do you want them, Mrs. McGee? In the living room there, please. Just fill out that circle, Mr. Wimple, if you please. All righty. Uh, Mr. McGee says you're getting all your friends together this afternoon. <laughs> That's nice, I think. Uh, yes. McGee, you didn't tell him. No, no, I didn't mention anything about Mary Ellen Strongheart or the book or anything. Now, don't worry. Good. I know Mr. Wimple could be trusted to keep quiet, but I just don't want to take any chances on letting the woman's secret out. I'm busting to find out who she is myself. So am I. This whole darn thing has been such a pain in the neck that when we do find out who she is, I'll be tempted to hit her right over the head with her own book. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, boy. <laughs> Mr. Wimple. They're all set, Mrs. McGee. I straighten out the other chairs for you, too. <laughs> the circle was not symmetrical. Thank you, Mr. Wimple. The girls will do any minute, so... Oh, and I found this uh, big white envelope on the mantel. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that, Wimp. I'll take it. It's nothing important. It, it's just a... Well, it is to me, Mr. McGee. I've been waiting for this. I beg your pardon? I am Mary Ellen Strongheart. What? You! You! I've been trying to get out of the house to tell you for days, but you know how Sweetie Face is, and, well, I didn't dare tell her. Well, I'll be a... So will I. Oh, my goodness, here come the girls. She's with him. Oh, I'll thank you later, Mrs. McGee. I've got to go. But, uh, Mr. Wimple? Him. Mary Ellen Strongheart. And 20 women at my front door for a tea that I wouldn't have had to give. It... Coming, girls, coming. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Your friends have more to say to you presently. 
Say, if a cold should catch up with you this week and make you feel miserable, try Tabson for relief. Yes, find out how Tabson can relieve sniffles and sneezes, watery eyes, feverish feeling, headache, and general aches and pains. Once you try Tabson, I'm sure you'll always depend on it to bring quick relief for the discomforts of colds. Get Tabson at your drugstore. That's T-A-B-C-I-N. Tabson, the bright red tablets in the bright red package. Still just can't get over it, McGee. Mr. Wimple writing murder mysteries. Yeah, he sneaked back here this afternoon, kiddo, after he was sure Sweetie Face had left, and he gave me a copy of his new book. You see? The Strangled Cat Murder Case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if we'd have had this book yesterday and just read a few chapters of it, I think we could have guessed who wrote it. What do you mean? Well, here, let me read some of it. Listen. Slowly, menacingly, he reached for her with his powerful hands. A low laugh rumbled in his throat as he watched her mouth that had never stopped talking, now become paralyzed with fear. Ooh. His eager fingers clutched at her throat. No, she cried. No, stop, Arlington. Think of all the years we've spent together. He stopped. He thought of all the years they had spent together. And then he killed her. Heavenly days. Did that come out of Mr. Wimple? It wasn't Louisa May Alcott. <laughs> so long, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye. Fibber, McGee, and Molly, transcribed, is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time by Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer. Mary Ellen Strongheart, uh, that is Mr. Wimple, is played by Bill Thompson. Well, thank heavens that's settled. But McGee doesn't let it quite end there. Tune in tomorrow and you'll see what I mean. This is John Wall speaking. Today, listen to The Woman in My House on most NBC radio stations.